What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dirty Blondes. This week, I'm going to be tackling a taboo topic that comes up all the time if you're sexually active, and that's period sex. I'm going to be sharing some of my personal experiences and preferences along with some tips, tricks, and fun ways to help you enjoy period sex. So my opinion on period sex is much different now than it was when I was in my late teens and early 20s, and that's for two reasons. The first reason is I'm on the pill now, so my period is typically much lighter and I don't have to deal with cramps anymore. Before I was on the pill, I had some of the most horrendous cramps and my period was always super heavy. I'm talking super tampons for seven days, blood clotting, and all of that. And for the guys who don't know anything about periods, blood clots are the chunks of period blood that come out of a woman's vagina when she's on her period. It doesn't happen with everyone, and clot size can vary. Sometimes it can be really fucking big and disgusting. But if any of the women in your life have heavy periods, chances are they've probably clotted before. So it's been a while since I've experienced that level of pain and mess, but I can't imagine I would be as open to having period sex as I am now because when I wasn't on the pill, it was horrible. Like I felt like shit the whole week. I would leave school early when I was still in school. Sometimes I would leave work early when I was working, so it was just horrific for me. And in case you're not educated on the pill, for a lot of women, it can help reduce cramping and heavier flows. So that's why now I'm so much more open to it, and I just like don't even really care because it doesn't make a difference to me. The second reason is I'm more comfortable with my body and dealing with my period now versus when I was younger. I feel like periods are still a really taboo topic to talk about, even though it's a natural thing. People deem it as shameful or they think it's embarrassing or whatever. And I feel like even among women, there's all this internalized misogyny that they're not dealing with and they don't realize it. It drives me nuts when women whisper about it or act so prudish about having your period. It's not a big deal. We all fucking get it. So it's, it is what it is. So in my earlier years of sex, I always felt really awkward telling a guy that I had my period because I was afraid that they were going to act all dramatic about it and say how gross it is or whatever. And don't get me wrong. Some guys did act like that, but as time passed and the more that the topic came up, I just didn't think twice about bringing it up because it is what it is. And to me, honestly, if a guy can't have a mature conversation or understanding about my body, then I really don't need him anywhere near my vagina. I actually heard on a podcast the other day that an older sister and her mother were talking to the younger sister who was nine about what to expect when she gets her period. The younger brother, who was six, overheard the conversation and he asked to be a part of it. So the oldest sister and the mother started to educate him on the topic as well. So one day while the brother was at school, he saw a girl in the hallway with blood all over her pants. So he went and told the girl that she had her period. And the teacher asked that the sister and the mother not talk about periods with him anymore and that it made her feel uncomfortable that they were teaching him about the topic. Now, regardless if you think that the boy was too young for the conversation or not, That's not the point of the story, and that doesn't matter. I think more boys and men need to be educated on women's bodies. Women struggle every day with crazy and unexplainable things that happen to us, so some women are still learning too, especially ones that don't have a confident woman that they can go to and talk about this stuff with. There's, I know girls growing up that they couldn't talk to their moms about periods and that kind of stuff because it was just like everyone just kind of sat in silence and dealt with shit, you know? And 
That's why I love doing this podcast. I love talking about things in order to normalize them. Talking about your period shouldn't be a big deal. And every woman or man should be able to talk to someone about it just to educate themselves. And I also think it's really important for men, especially ones who are sexually active, to educate themselves as much as they can on women's bodies. Go on Google, go on Reddit, ask your sexual partners, or even ask your platonic female friends. I've had so many straight men ask me questions about periods or even my body to help educate them to make them better partners or lovers or just to have a better understanding of what women go through on a monthly basis or daily basis. And I love answering the questions. Women talk about this shit all the time amongst ourselves. So to me, when a guy I'm dating or fucking is trying to learn more about my body and how it works, it's a chef's kiss. And I will do anything I can to try and help answer the questions that they have. And I will say that a majority of the guys that I've slept with where period sex has come up love to say something along the lines of, I'm a real man. A little blood isn't going to scare me away. So it's definitely a low key flex for the guys who are either indifferent about periods or they're just really into period sex. So not to pressure the guys who refuse to have period sex, but your bros are out here making you guys seem like giant fucking pussies. So maybe expand your horizons a bit and give it a try. All right, let's get into some of the questions that you guys submitted. Can you get pregnant on unprotected period sex? Yes, you can get pregnant while in your period. I know this is a very common myth that women can't get pregnant while they're on their period, but you can. Now, the odds for pregnancy are extremely low on the days that you're on your period, but they're not zero. I'm going to do a little period slash ovulation slash pregnancy crash course for you guys because I feel like even a lot of women don't really know this. So this is just going to be a quick recap for you guys. So in order to get pregnant, a male's sperm needs to meet with a female's egg. So in order for the sperm to meet the egg, ovulation needs to occur. Ovulation is when a woman's ovary releases a mature egg into the fallopian tube, which then makes its way to the uterus. Once the egg is released, the egg only lives between 12 and 24 hours waiting to be fertilized. But sperm can live inside a woman up to five days in the right conditions. And that's what a lot of people either don't know or forget about. Now, during ovulation, the walls of the uterus thicken to prepare for the egg. So if the fertilization doesn't occur, the extra lining sheds along with the unfertilized egg, which is what a period is. Now, if the egg does get fertilized, it will attach to the lining of the uterus where it will begin to develop as a fetus. So that's why when you get pregnant, you miss your period because the extra lining needs to stay intact for the egg to grow. A typical female cycle is 28 days. So day one is when she starts her period. A woman typically ovulates around day 14, but she could also start ovulating at day 12 or 13 as well. So this means that if you have sex while on your period, you won't likely ovulate until several days later. But ovulation can vary based on a woman's cycle. Women with a shorter or longer cycle wouldn't have the same amount of time between having their periods and ovulating. So let's say a woman has a longer cycle of around 35 days between periods. So ovulation then would happen at day 21. Whereas a woman with a shorter cycle of, say, 21 days would ovulate around day seven. Also, it's easy to mistake vaginal bleeding or spotting for the beginning of your period. It's possible for a woman to bleed during ovulation when they're the most fertile, and this could easily be mistaken for a period. 
Towards the end of your period, your chances of becoming pregnant will increase as well. While the likelihood that a woman will get pregnant one to two days after she starts bleeding is nearly zero, the chances increase again with each successive day, even though she is still bleeding. At roughly day 13 of a woman's cycle, so right before the average ovulation day based on a 28-day cycle, a woman's chance of pregnancy is an estimated 9%. So while the chances may be low, it doesn't mean a woman can ever be 100% certain that she won't get pregnant on her period. Okay, so before I get into the other questions, I wanted to make a general statement for the men listening. Every woman's body, cycle, and flow are completely different. Month to month, my period affects me differently, and I know my period experiences are completely different than some of my friends. For example, this month, I was supposed to start my period probably about five days ago, and I just got my period yesterday. Now, the last three months prior to this period, I got my period early. I got it one to three days early, depending on the month. So every single person has a different experience month to month, and then Every person has a different experience in general. And the factors that play into all of this are all different. So it could be anything from stress to medical issues, including PCOS, fibroids, endometriosis, various types of birth control side effects, extreme weight loss, extreme weight gain, excessive exercise, and so on. So they all can affect women differently. So again, for the men, just know that you will not necessarily be dealing with the same exact thing with every partner or the same thing every month if you are in a monogamous relationship. All right. So the next question is, does toy usage change while a woman is on her period? No, that shouldn't change at all as long as she's comfortable having sex at that point in time. If she's feeling bloated and crampy, she may not want to have sex at all. But if you have the green light for sexual activity, then you can use toys the same as you normally would. Do women's position preferences change when they're on their period? I've said this in the past. It's honestly whatever feels best for both parties involved. I've had sex with some guys in certain positions that are much better than other positions just because of the way our bodies fit together. A lot of women prefer to sleep or lay in the fetal position when they're on their periods to prevent leaking, and it also can help provide period cramp relief. So that could be a position you could have her lie in and you could either lay on your side and fuck her from behind or be upright on your knees and then fuck her that way too. The last time that I had period sex, I was in the doggy position. It was a heavier day for me. And I felt that was probably going to be the least messy option after the fact because my back and body were arched downwards. And I was hoping gravity would kind of do its thing after the guy pulled out when we were finished. You can obviously do missionary and cowgirl or reverse cowgirl while she's on her period, but gravity may not work in your favor when you pull out. So just be aware of how heavy her period is. Does different days of the cycle change desire? Again, it's dependent on the woman. I would say for most women, when we get to the end of our periods, most of the bloating, cramping, and heavy bleeding have reduced. So that's probably a better time instead of the first couple days. Some women do get very horny leading up to or during their period. I did a poll on Instagram and 89% of the respondents said, yes, they are hornier on their period. So it's really dependent on your partner at that point in time. For me personally, I'm on the pill and I feel like I don't necessarily feel more or less horny due to my period. I love sex regardless. So to me, I'm just kind of like always ready to go. But again, for 
other women, it's different in how their bodies react during their cycle, along with other elements like birth control side effects or even medications for ADHD or depression or anything else I mentioned prior. A few years back, I had a short-term fuck buddy I would see once in a while. And one night he hit me up to come over and I told him I had just started my period. And he said he didn't care and he wanted to come over still. So we started going at it and I was on top of him. And after a while, he looks down and there's blood everywhere. And he was like, oh, my God, because it was all over him. It was all over my thighs. It was a mess. And I apologized, but I was like, yo, I told you I started my period. And he was like, oh, my God, I'm such a dumbass. I thought you were finishing it. So he didn't care that there was blood all over, but it just caught him off guard because he wasn't expecting that much because he thought I was on the back end of it instead of just starting. Is period sex enjoyable? I personally enjoy period sex because I don't have any period symptoms typically, and I don't really feel a physical difference. The only difference for me is the cleanup afterwards. Now, I did a different poll on Instagram asking what's stopping people from having period sex, and most of the respondents said it's either because they're self-conscious or because it's messy and gross. So if a woman is feeling self-conscious or either party is grossed out by the blood, then it's probably not going to be enjoyable at a mental or an emotional level. Women can lose their orgasms. Like, women are always thinking about other things during sex than just what's going on. So... If a woman's in her head about feeling self-conscious, even if you're not feeling self-conscious about it or grossed out about it, she might be feeling self-conscious about it. So it's very hard to sometimes turn off those thoughts as a woman when you're like laying there thinking about, oh my God, is there going to be a pile of blood? I'm going to have to do extra laundry today. I'm going to have to get spot room. Like all this stuff, you start thinking of all these crazy things. So yeah, it might be physically enjoyable, you know, like it may feel good for both parties, but if she's in her head about it or you're concerned about it and kind of off your game, then it might not be enjoyable. I hooked up with this college guy not too long ago, and I'm pretty sure it was his first time having period sex, and I had forewarned him twice about it before he came over, and he acted like it was no big deal, and he didn't care, and whatever. So the time comes, and when we first started, it wasn't super heavy, but then he was being pretty rough at one point. And the floodgates opened. And it honestly wasn't that bad because I have seen and experienced way, way worse. But for him, it was like equivalent to a murder scene. So we stopped. And I swear this poor kid was having an internal meltdown. And he might have actually been in shock at one point because he was just kind of silent and standing there, like not knowing what to do. So... He was trying to get the condom off and clean up and it was taking him forever. Like he was just standing at the sink, just kind of like fumbling around and just like, again, he was just in shock and he just had no idea what was going on. So if you're going to make the plunge for the first time, just be ready for the worst case scenario, because I felt really bad that he was having this internalized meltdown and then he was just acting like a weirdo for the rest of the night until he left. But also, I don't really know what he was expecting in his head. All right, let's get into some of the tips that you guys submitted. One listener wrote in, do it in bodies of water for less mess like a bath or a shower. And this is a great tip. A lot of people do have shower sex when they're on their period because that way, you know, you're just kind of 
remaining clean the entire time and then you can just shower and you know go about your day I personally hate shower sex because I have a hair washing schedule and I hate to wet and wash my hair when I don't have to so for me I just don't ever participate in shower sex because I think it sucks but if you're into that that's a great way to try period sex if you've never done it before also if you want to do a bath, I would suggest maybe doing a bubble bath or use like a colored bath bomb. So then that way it kind of like it puts the bubbles over the water. So then you're not seeing any blood or the seeing the color change or anything. So then that way it's just kind of like more romantic and whatever. Another listener said to put a towel down. And this is actually a really great tip that I use myself. So I bought a large black beach towel from Amazon. And I put that down the days that I'm heavier. You can use any towel you want. I personally like using a black towel because it shows less of the blood when you're having sex. And then it's much easier to clean. So you don't have to worry about getting out the major blood stains that sometimes are really hard to get out. That's why girls have period panties and, you know, cause it's like, they're just forever stained. And I just have a black beach towel that I clean, but you know, if the stains are don't fully come out. You can't really see them. You can also use black sheets or a black comforter during this time too, if you want to put it over your bed instead of a towel, but that takes a little bit more planning and that's a lot more laundry to do. Now, another tip that I have is for when you want to eat a girl out while she's on her period. I've been with a couple of guys who have eaten me out when I was on the lighter side of my period, but I don't expect most guys to do this. And I honestly was shocked that I had more than one guy do it. But here's the workaround that you can do to eat her out while she's on her period. So most girls like to be eaten out because of the clitoral stimulation that they receive. Well, luckily, we don't bleed from our clits when we're on our periods. So you can still be down in that area and lick and suck her clit and not be affected by the blood. I would use a toy or your fingers if you're comfortable for the penetrative part. So then that way you can still get in there, but then you're not looking like Dracula by the end of it. Also, if you were already having sex and blood somehow managed to get around the clit area... I would suggest keeping some wet wipes in your nightstand so you can quickly clean up the area and then get back to business. You guys have heard me talk about Promescent before. They're a company that has a ton of great products to help enhance your sex life. And they have these before and after wipes that are individually wrapped and they're safe for a vagina's pH balance. One of my old fuck buddies used to love shaving me. He would ask me to grow out my pubic hair so he could shave me as a form of foreplay. So when he was finished shaving me, he would go and get a washcloth and clean up all the extra shaving cream or hair that was left. And it was always really hot when he did it for some reason. So you could kind of make the whole wiping down and cleaning of the vagina an added form of foreplay if you're willing to go down and suck on her clit while she's on her period. Also, I've heard some guys say that they're not into period sex because they want to be able to get blowjobs. Well, I'm here to tell you that you can still get a blowjob after you've had period sex. You just have to get your lazy ass up and rinse off your dick or use a wipe and then keep going. So one of the guys who used to eat me out while I was on my period would always take care of me first. He would eat me out and he would fuck me until I came. And then when he was ready for a blowjob, he would get up, rinse off his dick for me and then come back and I would give him a blowjob. And you can literally do the same thing for anal sex, too. But remember, real sex isn't like the porn in the movies that you guys see. It's all staged. It's all planned. And it's cut to make a perfect scene. So there's nothing wrong with stopping mid-sex to clean up or do something hygienic. 
So one last kind of like tip or fun thing that I have for you guys is something that I don't know if I necessarily would participate in, but I saw this written on some blog a while ago and it was a daddy Dom was talking about period sex with his, he was in a DDLG relationship. So it was his sub and she was a little, and she was into coloring and finger painting and stuffies and all that kind of stuff. So they had period sex and they would, if there was blood all over them, they would kind of do this like intimate finger painting kind of thing. So he would draw little hearts on her or they would play tic-tac-toe like they would like draw the board on her thigh and they would just play with the blood. So it's already all over you. So some people can take that as an opportunity if you want a little extra kind of like fun and intimate play. Um, obviously if it's not for you, it's not for you, but it's just something else that you can kind of do if you want to have some fun with it. All right, guys, that wraps up this episode. Make sure you head over to my Instagram and TikTok and follow me at dirty blondes pod. Check out the link in my Instagram bio for promescent. If you want to get 15% off the before and after wipes that I mentioned or any of their other products, the wipes are good for cleanup and they contain aloe vera and are pH balanced. They are also hundred percent biodegradable, which means they are flushable too, which is great. So use the code dirty 15 for 15% off your entire purchase at checkout. If you listen to me on Apple podcasts, please leave me a five-star rating and write me a review. If you have a couple seconds and don't forget to share your favorite episodes with your friends friends. All right, guys, have a great weekend and I'll see you next week. Love you guys. Bye.